Welcome to the ENA Podcast. This is the ENA Podcast. I'm Dan Campana, Senior Manager for PR and Communications with ENA. We are here in frigid Chicago for State and Chapter Leaders Orientation 2019, and I'm happy to have with me Kathy Hansen. Morning, Good morning, Dan. Kathy. Good morning. Welcome to Chicago, and welcome to another State and Chapter Leaders Orientation. How many times have you attended SCLO over the years? I think I started in 2014. Okay. Yeah. So this might be the coldest one you've been to? This is definitely the coldest one, and the um, suitcase has been erupted. With all of the layers that you'll be wearing in the next couple of days. (laughs) Well, we're going to talk about something a little bit warmer and something that I know is warm and dear to you, which is bringing new members into ENA. As of right now, in the 2020 Member Challenge, you still sit atop the leaderboard. I think you said it's been since May that you've been... Uh, our, our point leader, uh, the competition is pretty tight at, uh, at the top of the board, but you're still there. Um, so let me ask you one real quick question about that. What's the secret been for you so far to keep that lead? I think it's just my own feeling of competition, and I want it in there. I really want it in there. I, I didn't think I was that competitive of a person, but evidently <laughs> I am. <laughs> it's paying off for you to this point. But let's go back a little bit for you. Um, how long have you been with ENA? I've been with ENA since, like, I think 2008 or 2009. Okay, so going on about 10 years. Who introduced you to ENA, and, and what, was some of the, what were some of the things that you remember that made you want to be a part of this? I remember being invited to a meeting at a local bar, <laughs> and it was, it was fun. We had great food, good bar food, and the president at that time and one of our directors of, e- of the um, ER was there, and they were selling T-shirts, and they were talking about ENA, and I, I'm like, they said, this is your professional organization. I'm like, what? Really? I didn't know it. And I'd been in the ER for about three years at that time and didn't know about ENA. So... That really led me into just, oh, yeah, I'll join. Sure. Yeah, let's, let's see what this is about. So you got that little taste, and how did it grow from there to lead to a leadership role and finding different ways to serve beyond just being a member? Well, you know, Arkansas is kind of a small number state, and so we, there was a local chapter that they started a little SIG chapter, SIG thing there in, in the local area, and this one, the director or the assistant director at that time, said, well, would you like to just come and maybe help us out? We could use a membership chair or something like this. And I said, sure, I'll come. So I went, and we had an absolute ball. And she started talking about, she'd been to a general assembly. What's that? You know, and she started talking about membership. And I'm like, what's that? You know, oh, you get new members in there. How do I do that? Okay, so, all right. Then I was secretary at the same time for a little while, and it just kind of progressed. So when you get into it, is it one of those things, once you get that taste, you realize there's so many opportunities to have an impact, whether it's recruiting members, whether it's setting um, uh, advocacy agendas, whether it's just really looking out for your members in the state. I mean, was there any one thing in particular that really drew you in from that standpoint? Absolutely, yes. My fear of doing the wrong thing in the ER of hurting someone. And I think that was it. That was the piece that made me realize that I didn't have to do all this research on my own. I could not just count on anyone else to tell me what is good and what isn't. I could read all the best practices at the hospital that I worked for told me. That's great. But what, what do people out there think? 
Who are the researchers? What do they do? So I found a safe haven in allowing me to be energized and fed education through ENA to make me a safer practicing nurse in the ER. And when you go from that and you start to see those, those values, then it turns to how do I get more people to see the same thing? That's exactly right. What, is, what are the obstacles that are cluttering their mind to keep them from joining ENA? So when you started to see those two lanes happening, so here are the ways that I can get better, and here are, are other people I know that could benefit the same way I did. What were some of the initial ways that you felt that you could bring other people into it? Before there was ever a 2020 member challenge, but yeah. what, how did you first start to tell people, hey, I'm really getting a lot out of this. I think you can too. Well, I went down to Little Rock, um, to the Central Arkansas SIG, down there, and I was invited down there, and there were two people down there, Ken and Christina, and Ken had been a previous, Ken Mayo had been a previous um, ENA pres president for Arkansas, and so they wanted me to stand up and talk, and it was really just kind of like, wow, you do? Really? Okay. Well, I stood up, and I just said to them, I said, you know, I said, mm, I got into ENA because I wanted, I learned that, you know, it would make my practice better. I'd be safer at the bedside, but then I came to find that um, it's the butter on my bread. It soaks down into all those little channels that are vacant, and it helps me be a better nurse. I take care of people in a better way. I triage in a better way. I, I protect myself from workplace violence in a better way. I protect myself from um, getting bullied at work, even. You know, those, sure. all those different things. And it was really quite, I just spoke from my heart. And, you know, I was such a new membership chair at that time, I didn't even bring any membership apps with me. <laughs> you know, and people are like, do you have a membership app? No, I don't. I was like, oh, my gosh, I forgot the most important part. But they wanted to join. So I, five people joined that night. And that just feeds the That just fed the, the whole cauldron, and, it, and, and cauldron in a good way, yeah. you know. Well, because it's bubbling up with anticipation and excitement, it exactly. sounds like. So let's talk about 2020 Member Challenge. Um, obviously, this is a part of a bigger initiative to really drive membership as we move toward ENA's 50th anniversary next year. But it happens on these local levels, such as where you're at. So when you first found out, or what, maybe let's back up. Tell me, how did you first find out about member, the 2020 Member Challenge? And what made that interesting to you? Because you were already out there trying to draw members in, but you talked about the competition kind of rising up out of you. But was that what it was about? Or was this just another opportunity to really drive home the point that there was so much that this organization can do for you as a professional nurse that, you know, here's a great vehicle and a great excuse for you to open those conversations saying, well, there's this competition going on and I'd really like to bring you in, but here are the reasons why. Exactly. So what I did was, Arkansas, we only had one special interest group in the state at that time. Sure. So about three months before that, about 15 months ago, I opened up three other special interest group in the state, one in River Valley in Fort Smith. We already had one in Northwest Arkansas in Bentonville Rogers area, then one down in Hot Springs in the southwest corner, and then we reinvigorated the one in the central Arkansas, and now I'm working on southwest and, and, and northwest. So it was invigorating those people to get them going, to see what the potential was for ENA, and, and they latched on. They were latched on. They were like little little piglets <laughs> latching on to mama. They were. They were being fed what ENA gives us. Sure. And I don't mean to make that sound negatively, right. but it is... It, it's such a positive um, stream 
of information that we receive. Sure. When you have gone into opportunities to meet people, or even within your own facility, and talk to people who aren't members, mm-hmm. what's the first thing that you're, you know, the elevator speech, if you will, what's the first thing that you're telling them? It's not, mm-hmm. I'm Kathy Hansen, I'm the Arkansas State President. Yeah. It's something about ENA, I'm assuming. What, exactly, what, what is exactly. It, what is it that you're telling them right well, off the bat? I, I will tell them, I said, you know, I learned a new, new thing the other day, and I'll quote a little position paper on them. Okay. I'll quote a little something on them about triage. Oh, you're a new nurse? Well, let me tell you, how do you know, feel about triage? You know, what do you think about that? How does, how, does it make you frightened? Are you scared of it? I was. Scared to death. And do I, do I question myself sometimes now? Absolutely. Thanks for being human. You know, but I try to just get them in on just a little conversation. Okay. I don't speech to them. I try to find out where they are, and then I try to go up, approach them from where they are. Sure. Not from where I am. Because you can't talk anybody into joining an ENA. Right. But what you have to do is you have to allow them to lose themselves in, exper- in an experience that is meaningful enough to see the real potential they would have within ENA and what it will do for their practice. Sure. So you have to get past those obstacles that clutter their vision. And it remi- we have to remind them what it's like on top of the mountain with ENA. You know, you can, you can rock that code regardless of the patient outcome. You've done everything that you possibly could. You can deal with that family, grieve with them, do whatever it takes. But you have a community there that is beside you and behind you and has your back. And that is huge. And I've also had pushback from people, though, too, Dan. Okay. I've had people say, don't talk to me about that ENA. They know that. I say, (laughs) okay, okay. So we have a little Facebook group for our ER. And so I've put in there, what is it that's cluttering your vision from becoming a member? What turns you off? Right. I want to know. Well, I want to know what it is. Is it finances? You know, ENA is <laughs> really, really reasonable. Very, very reasonable. And now with this new thing that they've come out with, with this another thing that they've come out to help us. There's flex pay. There's flex auto pay, renew. There's auto, auto pay. Renew. There's all sorts of things. Yeah. yeah. So all of that, it's all, I mean, what more can we do? And being able to identify the obstacles helps you find new entryways, I would imagine, exactly. as well. When it comes to people who maybe have been resistant and you've done your best with mm-hmm. it, is there anything wrong with saying, okay, I respect where you're at and you move on from that, or do you feel like you have to to belabor it a little bit? No, because I have moved on from that, and they come back. It might take a year or two, but they will come, and if they don't, that's just their choice and Absolutely. their method of being. However, I'm a sharer. So I will share, and they'll say, why did you do it like that? And I'll say, well, you know, ENA came out with this position paper, and um, I use that in my practice. So they get I to learned see the this side. through a you know, um, CEU that I took on the website that I took last night. So they get to see the practical side of it. Exactly. It's not a sales pitch. It's I share that. the realities. Yeah, it's the reality of it. So there's two pieces to this. Obviously, there's recruitment, but there's also, also retention. And how have you looked at both sides of that because you want to always bring new people in, but you have to maintain and find ways to keep people around. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that balancing act like for you? This 20, 2018 was really difficult for us for retention, and it probably was for a lot of other people as well. Finances were very tough um, for a lot of people, um, so I found that they were unable to to rejoin. And I'm fine. You know, hey, when you can come back, let me know. We'll get you hooked up. 
no problem. Sure. Um, and then the other thing was they move. They move to a different state. They change. Um, sometimes they just lose interest or move to a different department. Okay. So, I, you know, I think that moving with retention, we have to treat them with the same respect as we do those new members, but we also have to invigorate them. I have sent out emails that say, no, don't go. You know, that's the <laughs> subject headline. No, don't go. Okay, so I send it to these members that are going to be, you know, leaving, you know. Right. They're on the expiring members list. Sure. So, no, don't go. Just send me a do it, and I'll have ENA send you an invoice, Right. And then you, you can pay that invoice, you know, you just call them or send them a check or whatever. Send it to me. I'll do it on Square. I'll do it on Venmo. I'll do it through PayPal. However you want to do it. Right. I make it so easy for them. And 50% of the time, that works. The other 50% of the time, sometimes they'll drop off and then rejoin a few months later. And um, I don't have the statistics on that, but I know that my membership would be more if I had more retention. Okay. I'd be higher in the state. But it hasn't deterred you from any of the things that you do. And as, has been, as you can tell by looking at the leaderboard, because you've been at the top of the leaderboard for 2020 Member Challenge, what about that do you think others might be missing out on by not participating in it? Or maybe not thinking about that they can be an ambassador for ENA. They don't have to be a leader to be an ambassador to bring people in. What do you think would be a, a reason why someone might not feel compelled to to recruit or to, to really speak about the things that benefit them about ENA? I think they're afraid to ask the question. I, I, and I don't think that that's an, a rational or um, uh, um, something that they really know that they're afraid to say. How to say like, Invite them to a meeting. Get them to a meeting. Allow them to experience that, that richness. That's gonna, You have to change their life a little bit. Sure. And so if you can get them to that meeting and provide them with an experience, you know, have some doctors come. Get a vendor to provide some food. Do barbecue and bingo. Shoot, I did barbecue and bingo, and I made up my own bingo cards. <laughs> you know, and instead of saying B1, I said, scabies, lice, and bed bugs. You know, um, what's the etiology of the Osborne wave? You know, uh, what is the tattoo-to-tooth ratio? You know, all of those things. Pulled out of car. I'm on hard stick. I can only take Dilaudid for pain. What ER nurse doesn't realize all those things are actual? So make it fun. Make it fun. Have prizes. Throw prizes at them. You know, have a little bit in your budget to be able to flex a little bit of that so you can get a few things. Maybe it's a pair of Halloween socks for somebody or throw something at them. You know, get some things from the vendors. So, and as Whatever a leader, it takes. I would say, and as a leader, you also have the opportunity to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put some, some miles on my tires to go and, and find opportunities to really engage. I the, do that. So tell me a little bit about how that's been a part of your, your process over the, over the last couple of years. So what I did was I took, I took the state and I went down to counties. I took it down to counties and I printed out that map. And then I alphabetized my membership list into counties. And I put down how many people do I have in each county and where are they lacking? And where do I not have a SIG? Found it out. So then I go contact somebody. I contact the director at the hospital of the ER. First, I start out, if I can't find the director, then I'll find the d director of nursing. And they'll usually point me in that direction, which is great. 
And then I contact them and I'd say, hey, can I get a hold of your education person or your manager or whatever it is? Would you like to be a part of this? You know, this is what we're doing. We get together. You know, you have clinical ladders there. Great. You know, clinical ladders mean that you need to be a professional member of your professional organization. Sure. So you just kind of feed it like that. And then you set up a time and then you find a vendor that can come and provide that dinner at that nice restaurant. You don't want it at Taco Bell. But, you know, we've had it at Ruth's Chris. We've had it at um, some really nice unbeknownst to us, restaurants in small towns that are just fabulous. They may be the copper kettle, but by golly, they've got a chef in there that is amazing. Sure. And they don't serve food for the denture crowd, you know. So <clears throat> it's really wonderful to get those people in. And then you invite the people in. Then you get a list. You get at least 15 people for them to sign up and say, hey, I'm going to provide one free membership during this time. So come put your name in the hat. We'll get a little bit of education from the vendor. You know, we'll have a little bit of fun. We'll bring some T-shirts. You can buy a T-shirt for a reduced price. You know, I even offered like $5 off of the membership. I was going to pay for that for people over the holidays. But I think money was just so tight it didn't go anywhere. Sure. So it's about an experience. It's about education. It's about being practical. But it's also about having fun. It seems yes. like you've been able to incorporate all those things. But it also, that's, that's a bit of your personality. That's your, your nature is what I've learned in, in getting to know you a little bit over but the last it's year. Not, it, it might be my nature, but I had to grow my nature. Okay. I had to make this happen. So it doesn't. So if you're sitting and listening to this and you're going, well, that's not really the kind of person I am, you're saying you oh, weren't that person either, right? Dan, coming into here, Leslie will tell you, I had sweaty palms. You know, my forehead perspired a little bit. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay to get nervous like that. But don't feel that as a negative. Feel that as inspiration. Perspiration is inspiration. Well, see, you've got the, you've always had the expressions, and I love that because <laughs> uh, it, you know it's not rehearsed, it's not practiced. This is just who you are, and that's what makes you a great fit for this sort of role. And obviously, this is why we're talking to you because you've done and found those people, and you keep adding those people to your list. But as part of this challenge, it's not necessarily about beating Kathy. It's about finding and growing this membership as a whole. So if you're talking to one member and say, wanted to give them a tip to go find one person that they could bring in on a one-to-one -one level, they're not a leader, maybe they're even new, maybe they're an emerging professional, mm -hmm. what would be that one thing you would tell them to encourage them just to go find one person? What would be the thing that you would tell them to to offer to that next person to get them to join and create that maybe domino effect? I'd say start with just a little relationship building with them. You know, don't, don't, you don't have to bring an ENA into it. Just be a friend to them at work. Be somebody that's going to help them. Have their back. You know, if they're struggling, they get a chest pain, nobody else is able to go in and do that EKG, start that IV, whatever it is, go in there and help them. You may have a patient that has to wait two more minutes for their pain medication, but go in and help them, be there for them. Help that new grad, help that person, and then show them, invite them to a meeting. Make it, make it a, um, um, a relationship, not where they feel like, oh gosh, she just wants me to pay some money and I'm not going to get anything out of it. No, build that relationship with that person. And Leslie has to do that with her person, our membership, our new membership chair in, in Arkansas. Chris, you know, Christina Metz, she has to do it. She's this president-elect. I do it. Everybody in our special interest group does that, including the chairs and the co-chairs. I even have co-chairs for my special interest groups because you can't do it all sometimes. So you need help. So, yeah, just be a friend. So, and you've mentioned Leslie a couple times. Would you like to introduce her? I would to like to introduce Leslie. Leslie Ackley is an RN at the VA in Little Rock, and she's our new ENA membership chair. She joined about 15 months ago. 
Well, Thanks we, for being here with me, Leslie. We welcome Leslie for, for sitting in and, and absorbing Kathy, which I think is something that she's probably done a lot of, uh, you know, as she's grown into, into her role as well. So let me ask you one other thing. Um, you talk about the relationship building, and in 10 years that you've been a part of ENA, you've, I've seen you at a number of events, so you're, you're out and about. There is a bit of a community and a family that exists in all this, um, whether you're at conference and you get to reconnect with people that you see only once a year, but also here when you come in and you network with people who are in similar roles, uh, leadership roles. Um, that would seem like that could be a piece that people maybe don't quite get as a part of and being I, a part of ENA. You're right, and I share that with them in that you know nobody knows what an emergency nurse is like unless you're an emergency nurse. You can try, you can understand, you tell your family, all of that, but you don't know until you live it. And this is a community of people that live it. They get it. They know. They're there. They're beyond that. So when you are with this community of other people that know, you're home. You are home. And I don't care if you're 65 when you join ENA or you're just out of nursing school and you're 21. doesn't matter. It's a community. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful community. And it's such a positive community. I'm really excited for what Patty has bringing to the table this year. You know, Jeff was great last year. And it's just going to be, it's just going to grow from there. And I think that our membership is going to blossom. And obviously, being a part of this challenge is, is certainly an opportunity for people to help feed that momentum that you're talking about under the ideas and the principles in the community, but also just the idea that the more people that are involved, the bigger and better that it can get. So I know that it's a competition, but I have a feeling that if somebody anywhere across the country wanted to drop you an email and say, Kathy, I want to go and find some people, can I just bounce some ideas off, off of you? You wouldn't hesitate a second, would you? I would not. I would live for that. That would be so fun. I'm Arkansas ENA president at gmail.com. Yes, do it. I would love that. And I'm not here. You know, I've had some people talk to me about things they need in the state who are not ENA members. They might be med surge people. They might be surgery people. I'm helping people regardless. Find that TNCC course. Find that ENPC course. It's not about me. It's about helping other nurses succeed. Absolutely. Well, as I've said to you a few times, uh, since I first met you, I consider you to be a bit of the booster. You know, you, you say a lot of things that I think speak to the mission and the culture of, of ENA. You bring it to your ground level all the time, but then I see you at these events and I see how people gravitate toward you. So you are, you, you are obviously not an unknown uh, to people because of the way that you've left an impact. So I appreciate you taking some time to sit down with us and to share a little bit of your passion for membership and growing it and the ways that you've been a leader in your, your community. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you being a part of uh, the latest ENA podcast and I hope that you stay warm these next couple of days. Thank you, Danny. It's always a pleasure to see you and talk to you. And that'll do it from SCLO 2019 in Chicago, where it is cold, but hopefully wherever you're listening, it'll be nice and warm. We'll see you next time. To learn more about the 2020 Member Challenge, visit ena.org slash membership slash 2020 challenge. That's 2020 challenge 2020. There, you'll find information on how to participate and earn points that you can exchange for rewards. Find it all at ena.org slash membership slash 2020 challenge.